It's not quite as bad this weekend, thankfully, but as we've been sweating through masses from this furnace of a church these past few weeks, it is obvious enough why the thought of burning heat does not conjure up images of heaven. One usually does not say it is hot as heaven in here. In fact, in the great hymn to the Holy Spirit, the Pentecost sequence, the Holy Spirit is described in one verse as coolness amid heat. And in the ancient world, based in the hot Mediterranean climate, heaven was often described as a place of refreshment. That is why in the Eucharistic prayer, the priest prays for the dead by asking God to grant them, quote, a place of refreshment, light, and peace. And so it makes sense why in today's gospel, the sower will separate the weeds from the wheat at harvest time and burn them. The sower is Christ. The harvest is the end of time. The weeds are sinners and those who cause others to sin. And the fiery furnace is, of course, hell. This parable, however, is much more than simply a threat of eternal punishment. It is part of the good news of the gospel. First of all, that our Lord in his mercy gives us a warning and an opportunity to freely turn back to him in repentance. It is also good news that we don't have to allow injustices, both personal and social, to become sources of despair or hatred. We can still forgive in the face of injustice with the assurance that Christ's justice will reign at the end of time and all people will be confronted with the full weight of their sins. There is, moreover, a positive connotation of burning heat and fire. Think of the process of refining metals, like iron. It's placed in a furnace, not to burn away the core substance, but to purify it, allowing it to become stronger. We will all experience the fire of God in some form. If there is no repentance and conversion on our part, then it will be the eternal fires of hell. If we do possess sincere faith, but die with imperfect charity, then we will suffer the temporal fires of purgatory until we are able to see God face to face. In our present life, the fire of God is not imposed as punishment, like in hell or purgatory, but is offered to us as an invitation to accept freely. It consists in any experience of the cross, things like suffering, trials, and humiliations that invite us to a deeper response of faith and hope and to acknowledge our weakness and dependence on God. This fire enables us to be purified of those capital vices of pleasure, wealth, glory, and power. 
burning away all that self-seeking that lurks deep in our desires and actions. Furthermore, this fire not only purges sin away, but heals us of the many long-term effects of sins, both of our own sins and the sins others that we have suffered. And so like iron, God wants to burn away all the impurities in our soul in order to mold us into the image of Christ. The purifying fire of God is admittedly not pleasant. It burns, but you can give thanks to God for it because it is the fire of divine love. And accepting it means becoming a saint and sharing in Christ's glory. Thanks for listening to Within the Walls of St. Paul's Sunday Homilies. Please be sure to like us on Facebook and consider supporting us by visiting stpaulsharvardsquare.org. That's stpaulsharvardsquare.org. God bless and see you next time.